Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your fight. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello and welcome to Line Change, the hockey betting podcast on the Action Network. I'm your host, Matt Mitchell, audio director here at Action Network, filling in for Michael Leboff, who is off somewhere being miserable on vacation. I'm joined by Action Network NHL expert and the pride of the Stampede City, Calgary, Nick Martin. And together, we'll quickly go through all 12 games on a loaded NHL slate for Thursday, November 17th. Nick, how are you? Good. I'm pumped to get into it. Well, I know Michael would love it for us to win every single bet we make tonight. I'll be leaning on you. I'll just drive the ship quickly here for Thursday's slate. And we'll start, as we always do, with our favorite underdog plays for Thursday. Okay, so my personal favorite underdog play for Thursday, I really like the Calgary Flames to win on the road versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Flames have clearly stabilized. We lost on the Flames last Thursday in Boston in what was their last road game, but it was actually a really respectable effort. I thought with what the price was, they were still the right take. That that followed up what's been a strong stretch of road play. They've outshot teams 99 to 55 over their last three road games. They haven't been rewarded with wins, but I think those are coming. And then we saw... A good win Saturday versus the Jets, a quality win on Tuesday over the Kings. And I think they're just going to keep following this up. They've got um, the top line rolling, Tyler Toffoli, Lindholm, and Mike Krzyzewka. And the lines are seemingly more balanced for the time. And they're just, they're punching above their weight the way that we want for an underdog right now, which I love. And then the other thing, Chris Tanev has been excellent since returning to the lineup, which I think has them somewhat undervalued because they're absolutely dominating in the minutes where he's on the ice. So I think it's a good time to back the Flames to keep trending up. All righty, taking the Flames as a short dog. And Nick, listen, I know I'm only going to ask you to do this one time on today's episode, but people want a couple of these underdogs. I'm going to have you channel the energy of Michael Leboff. And if the sheer power of that doesn't kill you immediately, could you please give us an underdog pick on his behalf? Okay, so... In the spirit of Michael Laboff, but I also think it's a really good pick, so I'll endorse this one. The Devils are plus 120 on the road in Toronto. 
that seems to be underselling their early play. They're on a 10-game win streak where they've controlled the play to an expected goals for of 60.7%. They are absolutely dominating. The Leafs still have some flaws on the back end. They're, I think this is just coming from someone who listeners know likes Toronto more than probably most analysts. I still just think this price is too long with how much the Devils have dominated. It's going to be a close game. New Jersey can score at a high level. I just, we're getting a great price to back them. And Layball's not here to help pitch this one, but I know he'd be on board because he loves to point out that Toronto can be overvalued. And I think they completely are in this spot. The New Jersey Devils, as Leboff would say, winners of their last 400 games consecutively. So congratulations to them. All right. So we've got the Flames and the Devils out of the shoot here. Let's get to the rest of the board, starting with the Philadelphia Flyers as Juicy plus 275 underdogs in Boston. Boston coming back at minus 330 over under set at six and a half over juiced plus 105. What do you got on this one, Nick? I like the Bruins spread. I don't think there's any reason to overthink this one. They're nine and oh at home. The underlying analytics are unreal. Failure starting to fall down to earth. I know Mike had made the point that we could see them come out of the gates hot, outworking other teams as they settled into the season kind of playing up that John Tortorella narrative. And it seems like now we're starting to see them just fully fall apart. And then the other thing is the early success really was just Carter Hart playing at a unsustainably incredible level. And I think this is a good one. If you want to play on this game, I like the Bruins spread. It's a pretty safe bet at minus 120. All right, next up, we have the Dallas Stars plus 140 traveling to Florida, minus 165 over under six and a half. Minus 115 to the over. Nick, any play in Dallas Panthers? I'm going to pass on this one. All right. Plenty more fish in the sea here. Next up, we have Montreal and Columbus as a pick of minus 110 apiece in Columbus over under six and a half minus 120 to the over. Anything here? Yeah, I like Montreal in this game. We've seen Columbus start to bounce back, but the injuries continue to mount. They lost Jake Bean last game, which just leaves them incredibly depleted on the back end. And I think it's a good spot to just target Montreal to keep, you know, they're competing really hard. They took a loss to the Devils, but there's no shame in that. And I just think this is one with how depleted Columbus are. I don't see this game as a pick em. Go Habs. Next up, we've got Colorado heading to Carolina. Colorado, an even money underdog. Carolina, minus 120, over under six and a half, minus 120 to the over. My guess is that you'll be taking the Canes in this one. Yeah, I like the Canes in this one. Took a loss to Colorado last week. I think we're going to see them bounce back at home in this spot. The Canes are a really strong team. They're not the kind of team you want to face in the regular season multiple times in a couple weeks. They're still incredibly aggressive on the forecheck, excellent pressure in the neutral zone. They're just one of the better teams in the league, and I expect them to bounce back over Colorado in this spot. Now, Nick, because I love betting hockey, and I also have zero hockey opinions of my own, uh, we'll just tail you guys here at Line Change. Um, Also, because I'm a born loser, I take almost all of these very smart and uh, thought-out picks, and I will play them on the three-way line, the team to win in regulation for those unfamiliar with how to turn winning bets into losing bets is there ever a situation where playing the three-way line makes sense that's actually a really good question and typically i would say on average they run relatively similar in eventual value it's kind of just you know um the kind of variance you're looking to play in a certain spot sometimes i like the 
and I know you're on this too, the three-way lines can get extremely juicy with certain underdogs. And in certain spots where I think they might just come out and completely surprise a team, I like the three-way dog on those, sometimes the three-way road dogs. And then the other thing is the reverse puck line. I know you get in on this one as well. Sometimes those prices get out of control and can be very rewarding if you can can spot a team um, that could kind of surprise and really blow the side out. And then the other thing that I'll rarely consider, but there's certain sides where I think about it, We've seen it with Vegas over the last three years. If a team gets to three on three, if I think there's a chance that one team is actually heavily, like notably better at three on three, typically I think most sharp betters just look at three on three as a coin flip, which is somewhat what it is. But I think there's certain sides that have continually proven to be slightly better at three on three. So if it's a side where I don't want to get into that situation and I actually see a notable edge, then Sometimes I'll do the three-way because then you get a better price in regulation and you're not going to go into three and three where you think your side will probably lose anyways. So a situation where maybe I actually could have considered this last night, Vegas, San Jose, I was thinking we're tracking for three on three. Obviously it looks, you know, if it had gone to regulation or gone to three on three, we want to have that chance, but I wouldn't have loved San Jose's chances in that three and three overtime. So you could argue that was one. I don't know if you played the Sharks three-way there. I know that's something you you probably like. That's probably a good example for it because that price would have been super long for them to win in regulation. You know I did. They were uh, plus 205, but they were plus 295 on the three-way. So I definitely took that and uh, lapped all the way to the bank thanks to you guys. <laughs> um, speaking of juicy three-way road dogs. Okay, moving right along here. We have... Michael Leboff's beloved New York Islanders heading to the Music City, Nashville. Nashville minus 120 favorites. Islanders even money dogs over under set at six. Even money to the over. Uh, you pass it on this one? I'm going to pass on this one. All right, nothing here. Speaking of another potential pass, the Ducks of Anaheim plus 175 heading to Winnipeg. Coming back minus 205 over under Six minus one fifteen to the over. Anything here? I lean towards the Ducks, and depending on where the prices get tomorrow, I could see them them being a side I'll play. But for now, I'll pass. <laughs> Potential game of the night here. We've got the Arizona Coyotes go Yotes plus three twenty underdogs in Sin City against the Vegas Golden Knights minus three ninety favorites. Goodness gracious. Over under six and a half. What do you have here, Nick? I'm all ears. I like Vegas to cover the spread in this spot. The numbers already gotten drastically worse than it was at open. Everyone's on the the nights to roll right through the coyotes here. I think now it's gotten to a place where I'd probably pass, but I expect Vegas to bounce back with a win in this game. Any interest in potentially tagging this on as a as a parlay to something else? Try to get yourself a little multiplier. I think if you wanted to parlay this, something like with Boston could be a good option. If you want to do both money lines or both spreads, I think that's an area where I'd probably, you know, that could be a good way to parlay two big home favorites together. Love that. All right. We've got the Rangers minus 130 heading to the Emerald City, Seattle, the Kraken plus 110 home dogs over under six, even money on the over anything here in Seattle, Nick. Yeah, I like the Rangers in this game. I was hoping for a bit of a better price because I actually thought maybe odds makers might mo- open this at closer to a 
pick him, and I was kind of thinking the Rangers would be a pretty strong play at that number. But at minus one thirty, it's it's closer to a pass, but definitely lean Rangers. All right, last game before we head to top shelf bets, we have the Detroit Red Wings plus one ten dogs heading to San Jose minus one thirty favorites over under six. What do you have in this one? I like the Sharks and the under. I think the Sharks as a single and the under as a single are both strong. As of now, the total is six. That's a strong play. This should be five and a half. I know you don't see many five and a halves nowadays, but the Sharks are defending incredibly well right now. We saw versus Vegas last night. They're just looking to play a low event, lockdown hockey. Their penalty kill is elite. It was a big part of them getting by Vegas last night. They're playing just, they're really playing a good game right now. David Quinn's got them playing the exact style they need to, considering the roster shortages. They have very little scoring talent, but they're playing well as a team. Steady goaltending. I was hoping maybe we'd see oddsmakers open this closer to pick them because I'm actually fairly low on Detroit right now. But it seems like they're onto the scent that the Sharks have actually started to play really good hockey. And I think this is a good spot to go back on them. And yeah, same goes for the under. I don't, and you could also consider the under on Detroit's team total. All right. Love a good team total under. Is there ever a situation where you mentioned, you know, the total feels like it should be more like five and a half? Would you play an alt line to get a better price? Or is typically, I mean, in my experience, that half goal difference, the juice isn't worth the squeeze there. But is that ever something you look at? It's definitely something I consider. And sometimes if I'm going to do that, I like to go into the really alternative lines where you're looking at like four and a half, and then you're you're getting an extremely long number. In this spot, I'm happy to get that half goal because I think four two is a really realistic score line. But at, at the end of the day, it's you're going to run to close to the same eventual value. So I would just look for kind of the best price you can get at six and just go with that. Yeah, as always, don't turn winning bets or pushes into losses. It's not a winning strategy over the long term. (laughs) Believe me. Okay, last up, we've got top shelf bets. Our favorite bet for Thursday, November 17th. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies. I'm going with the Washington Capitals. Everyone knows I'm a Caps fan. I think I've done pretty well not to be a homer on this podcast. We haven't actually taken the Capitals yet this year, I don't think. But I think this is a really good spot for them. They're playing the Blues, who play tonight in Chicago. The Caps will have a considerable goaltending edge. With I think they'll play Charlie Lindgren in his return to St. Louis. He's been unreal this year. His numbers are, if anything, underinflated because they've been horrible in every game he's taken the net. And he's still, he's managed to keep them alive in all those games. The Capitals played what was actually a pretty impressive game in Florida, all things to consider. They came out really slow, but then they found their game really poured it on late. Couldn't get the game tying goal, but I thought it was actually, if anything, a pretty impressive performance. The losing is, I think, starting to get to this locker room a lot. We haven't seen this kind of bad form from them very often with this core. I expect them to come up with a really good effort here, make life tough on the Blues, who also seem to be uh, treading upwards. But they've got a very gettable defensive core. They're going to have Thomas Grice in the net in this spot. I think it's just one where the Capitals are catching them. They're going to make this game tough. They're going to make it a hard back-to-back, and I like getting them at plus money here. All right, we've got the Capitals and the Calgary Flames as your two favorite picks. We've got an in-memoriam. Uh, pick on New Jersey in Michael Leboff's absence. Uh, I will say our show here has 
exploded in popularity this season. So very thankful for all of you listening uh, and thank you for everybody willing to listen to a show, particularly the day before for hockey games that won't be played for uh, about uh, 26 hours from when we were recording this. So uh, you guys are the diehards. We appreciate each and every one of you. One thing we have heard a lot of is, Nick, the people love your your leans to any player prop. Do you have any early leans for props to be playing on Thursday slate? Yeah, I have a few that I'm interested in for sure with, obviously we're guessing the lines to an extent. So Mike Krasichka, I was on this the other night for him to score. He's on that Flames newly formed top unit and they are absolutely dominating together. We touched on that earlier and he looks really good. So from a daily fantasy sports perspective, anytime goal point, Chances are all those numbers aren't going to move a lot. So I think I'll still be interested in that. Hopefully anytime goals around plus 500 and try to stay rolling there. I like Jonathan Marcheseau on Vegas to record four shots. I thought he had a really strong game versus San Jose last night. They did, they were, I thought, the most threatening line. They're working down low really well. Looked excellent. Him with the the other two misfits, Vegas's original top line. So I, I like him to bounce, or I shouldn't even say bounce back. He scored a nice goal in that game. I like him to manage four shots and that line to control play versus a, a very poor Arizona side. And then Kyle Connor, this is exactly the kind of matchup. He feasts in any shooter feasts against the Ducks. And I think for him to get four shots will probably still be close to plus money. That's a really strong play. So those are three without seeing the, the lines that I think will be very interesting tomorrow. All right, so that'll do it for another edition of Line Change, the hockey betting podcast from the Action Network. This has been your host, Matt Mitchell, filling in for Mike Leboff. And for Nick Martin, keep your stick on the ice. Good luck for all your bets on Thursday, November 17th. We'll see you back here next time.